You are listening to the Ortho Idea Podcast, where we bring you the newest trends in orthopedic technology. Tune in for engaging interviews with medical device executives, surgeons, and surprise special guests discussing new disruptive technology in the marketplace. Here is your host, Eric Anderson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ortho Idea Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and I will be your host today. And today we have the honor of having Phil Sales on the podcast. He is the CEO and founder of Summate Technologies, which is an exciting new technology that we wanted to get him on the podcast and have him talk about. And so without further ado, Phil, how are you today? I'm well, thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm really excited about your technology because as I'm doing research, I thought of these days of trying to keep inventory straight in the OR and wondering how in the world we could do this better from what it looks like and what it sounds like you figured it out. So love to hear about your technology. And well, I guess we could start out first with the origin of Summate and how you came to come up with it. So like a lot of people probably listening out there, I was a rep. I worked for Synthes for about 15 years and I covered a fairly large territory. And an enormous part of my territory was driving back and forth to accounts to cover cases and subsequently go in and restock sets and trays. And the sets and trays were very complex, lots of pieces and parts. And I have the benefit of working in other industries and had experience in working with supply chain automation and the concept of scanning at point of use, which everyone's familiar with. It's used in the retail industry extensively, and it's transformed the retail industry. And I thought to myself, this is an industry which certainly could benefit from all of the good things that happen from scanning at point of use. So I happened upon a company out of Princeton, New Jersey, that made a microchip. It's kind of like half of an RFID. Each chip has a number, but they're very, very small, and they are light-powered, and so they have a unique number. But the properties of the chip, they're pure silicon. It's all in one chip. It's about the size of a piece of glitter. They're super, super tiny, but they're very robust, and they resist all of the bad things that happen during sterilization and reprocessing down in the surgery centers and hospitals. And I was able to take that technology and apply it to a process we call set mapping for orthopedic sets and trays. Interesting. So in in that kind of chip and technology, is it actually embedded in each of the trays? Or how exactly do you go about having that chip? Well, one, placing it in the tray, and then two, during sterilization, not have issues with it, you know, losing that chip. Yeah, that's a great question. So what I'll answer is how we apply it to the trays and then how the process works with our software. So the microchip is placed into parts we call tag marks. They're a series of pins and pegs, little adhesive dots that can be applied to existing trays. So that's actually really important. The tray doesn't have to be redone. We can apply our tag marks to any orthopedic tray. And then what we do is, and the way it works is we have a tag mark with a unique number next to each unique asset in the tray. So think of a row of screws, we put a tag mark at the head of that row of screws. Think of a series of plates or a stack of plates, we put a tag mark next to those plates. And what we do in our software is we associate the unique number on the tag mark with the actual asset in the tray. And it's actually a very beneficial process because it's an inventorying process at its very root. So a good analogy for the technology is shelf tagging, which is used in retail. So everyone goes to the grocery store. 
When you go to the grocery store, you see rows of items on the shelves. And under each row of items, you'll see a little plastic label that has a barcode on it. And that barcode represents the products that are up over in the row of items that are over that label. And so what that is, is a way to associate the unique number on that label with the product that's on the shelf above it. We do the same thing with orthopedic trays. So we put a unique number next to each unique part number in the tray. And then we tell our software, every time this tag mark is scanned, it means it was using one of those items from that particular tray. And what that does is it delivers an avalanche of data, very, very useful data for the device industry that they've never had access before. One of the things they've wrestled with is inventory control, field inventory control. So it not only itemizes everything in the field, but it keeps a current count of everything that's being used in the field. And leveraging our software onto our ScanMan platform, it brings scanning at point of use to the sterile field for the first time. Well, I'm just I'm going through all these different scenarios in my head as to how fantastic this is, because, you know, and you know, well, because obviously you came we spoke about this before the podcast. You came from the synthes world as as well as I did. But having so many different screws in a tray and having so many different pieces and parts as far as, you know, implants goes and to have real time access to information, that's got to be huge. I can only imagine that medical device companies are knocking your door down to understand this technology? Well, you'd think so, but it actually delivers three really important pieces of information for the device companies. The first is the actual usage from the case. What was used out of that tray? We attach it in our software workflow to who the surgeon was and what the procedure was, so we can deliver that in real time to the device company at the end of the case. So what was used, which surgeon used it, for which procedure out of which tray? In real time, they've never had that information before. And that actually delivers really valuable marketing data for the device companies. Well, data they've never had before. Every industry in the retail industry uses real-time data like that to maximize its marketing efficiency. But that's not the biggest value. The biggest value is in actual inventory counts and what's being used and measuring the field assets for such things as number of turns, revenue per tray, All of these things can be measured and delivered in real time for the device companies, which is transformational for their operational efficiency in the field. The final piece of valuable data that it delivers is the ScanMan also actually has, it delivers digital content to the sterile field. So how-to videos, technique guides can all be delivered for the first time to the surgical field to help support the surgery. Interesting. So then I'm trying to figure out the workflow on this. The tray enters the OR room, it's scanned, and then immediately on the scan man, it knows what tray is being used and then it can be utilized. And what the the scan man, what exactly is that? Is that an iPad or is that a monitor? What is that? So it's a small footprint digital platform that has a screen, a vertically oriented screen. It's 18 by 22 inches. It's a small platform. And it has a printer and it has a vertical touch screen on it. So the way the workflow goes is to start the case, the circulating nurse picks, she scans the surgical number or case number. She picks who the surgeon is, what the procedure is. She picks who she is or he is, the circulating nurse, off of lists, drop down lists. And then they put the patient initials in. At that point, the circulating nurse is done having to do any documentation for implants that are used inside the sterile field. The technician then just scans what's being used via the tag marks on the tray during the case. 
The other interesting piece of the technology is we've made the trays smart. One of the complicating factors at scanning at point of use for non-sterile or plates and screws that are used in the field are the various dispositions of the implants. There's four dispositions for an implant. It's either in the tray, it's in the patient, it's wasted, or it can be re-implanted after being wasted. And what our software does is allows the technician to designate that within the workflow for the implant usage during the case. So the circulating nurse doesn't have to pay any attention to the actual disposition of the implants as well. The surgical technician controls that. Wow, that's fascinating. And so obviously there must be some kind of a a wand or something that they utilize on the sterile field. That's another great question. One of the benefits of using the micro tags, micro transponders, the tag marks, is our scanning wand obviously sterilizes. We have it fully certified for cold sterilization, which is V-Pro or Steris. And it's very, very precise. It's a laser. It looks like a little pen. One of the challenges with scanning orthopedic trays is the implants are very tightly packed into the orthopedic tray, especially for some of the hand orthopedic trays or the neuroorthopedic trays. Space is at a premium on the trays. The laser is a very precise way. It's a near field signal from the chip. So you have to put the laser within a millimeter or two of the actual tag mark on the tray. That will eliminate the possibility of errant scans. And it's a small motor function. You use your finger and your forefinger and your thumb to just, the technician can very easily execute a scan by just touching the mark next to the implant. And they can be very tightly packed because it is a laser. It's very precise. Gotcha. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And then that, obviously that data is then transmitted to your software platform. Obviously this has a printer. So then once the case is done, I'm imagining the circulating nurse hits you know, finished or tell us, kind of go through that procedure or that protocol, how that works. Sure. So the technician controls all aspects of the implant use from the field. What implants were used, what were wasted, all within their workflow. It's very, very simple via scanning. And at the end of the case, when the surgeon has indicated that they're finished with implantation, the circulating nurse comes over and she author or he authorizes the case which is simply a process of going to the touch screen and designated that the case is finished. All implant usage is documented on the screen, but it's also printed out on a four by six label on our printer, which is peel and stick. We can produce multiple copies. The other thing I'll mention is the system has the ability to image product labels. So for sterile items, such as even things down to suture, such as hips and knees, the system will use label imaging to accurately capture full UDI of everything that's put from outside the field into the field. So on one scan, the nurse can collect not only the product number and description, but the serial number and the outdate, and that's tabulated as well. We print everything out, and on a peel and stick label, as I said, for multiple copies, those labels actually have barcodes with the hospital internal number that can be subsequently scanned into other types of, you know, other softwares, ERP, or we can fully integrate into the hospital software. But the key point is to capture everything at true point of use at the edge of the field or in the field where the products are actually used. That is incredible that you have that opportunity to do that just because I can only imagine, and I don't know if you've ever done a study on this, and I've seen some studies out there of the waste that occurs in wasting implants, not correctly logging implants and possible not correctly charging for implants, the number must be staggering. Have you done any kind of research into that? Well, we've seen informal research. So I, 
I have my own personal research from being a rep <laughs> and right, where right. there were cases where I wasn't there to help because it's a complex process. That circulating nurse is busy. She or he can't touch anything in the field and there, there are things getting handed back and forth, lots of little parts. There are informal studies and I've talked to my colleagues, roughly 50 to 70% of the cases where there is not a rep present, they miss things. They miss one of the drill bits. One of the wasted screws doesn't get counted incorrectly. It's a source of aggravation, not only for the hospital, but the implant companies. Our workflow and our scanning technology and set mapping virtually eliminates this error and brings all the benefits of inventory control and real-time tracking at point of views to the OR for the first time. Boy, that would be very, very interesting to see what those studies show. It's got to be billions of dollars that is just not tracked correctly because I, like you, was at one point in time the rep in the room. And I can remember going back in after cases, you got three or four cases happening, you go back in the room and they've accidentally left off thousands of dollars of charges that should have happened and they don't do it. I can add this to add a little stiffness to the comment. GHX, which is one of the supply chain companies that is prevalent in the medical and medical device industry, estimates the waste at $5 billion per year in excess inventory and missed counts, but $5 billion in waste that plagues the device industry a year because they don't possess truly accurate documentation processes. Wow. That is a lot of money for these medical device companies that they're obviously losing out on. It's obviously the technology that you are with some aid can cure a lot of those issues. Who would you say is your ideal customer? Is it a surgery center? Is it a hospital? Is it both? What would you say? So another very interesting question. There's potentially two avenues where we could deliver the technology. The first is through the device companies who realize all the inventory management benefits from the system. But the hospitals also gain a benefit from the point of use efficiencies that are offered we are pursuing a multiple prong strategy of both introducing the technology for the device companies and also to the hospitals and ASCs. Probably the best initial thrust is for ambulatory surgery centers. One of the benefits of the system, the savings benefits, is more keenly realized in ambulatory surgery centers because the surgeons own the facility. So any profit drops through to the surgeon. The hospitals have a little bit of a misaligned incentives with regard to cost savings because at the hospital, the surgeon doesn't generally benefit from cost savings generated, although they are implementing some systems and processes to do that. So we're thinking that the ambulatory surgery centers are probably the best focus for the system to get going. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, just because of, like you said, the surgery center, there, there is a vested interest, especially in a surgeon-owned facility to clean that up and to understand it and make sure that everything is charged for correctly. And could you talk a little bit about what stage you are in with Summate? Are you close to installation? Are you installed in some facilities? Where are you in the process right now? So right now, we're a seed capital company. We have three pilot sites that we've implemented at large major medical centers where we're getting feedback and testing the system. It's a complex process introducing this because ORs, as you know, Eric, are complicated environments with different personalities, different types of personnel. But we're at three large major medical centers and pilots right now, and we're introducing our first formal study-backed or white paper-backed pilot at an ambulatory surgery center in Arkansas coming up in April. 
Wow, that's very exciting. So yeah, it, so you'll be having substantial data coming out of those sites, I would imagine. We're hoping to capture not only the accuracy of the system with regard to implant documentation, but we're also hoping to measure the efficiency of supply chain automation, which is at the end of the case, the model we're pursuing is to send the order directly with the purchase order to the device company. If the order has been scanned accuracy with 100% confidence, like we think we can deliver, what we are also going to introduce is the ability for the hospital to send a purchase order at the end of the case with the order. And what that does is it eliminates the bill-only system, which is currently used in many hospitals and medical centers to pay for implants, where the PO is chased or obtained sometimes weeks or months after the surgery actually occurs. But the documentation accuracy on the front end has a very exciting potential to eliminate and improve case-to-cash for medical device companies. And that value can be monetized. We're looking for the value of that to subsidize the cost of the system to the hospital. So the bottom line is if the hospital is willing to offer a purchase order for an accurately scanned order that their employees scanned, along with the usage data, the system can be virtually free for the hospitals and ASCs because they can monetize the value of that data, as well as the improved case-to-cash aspects for the benefits of the system to be no charge for the hospital. Well, and I can tell you, in dealing with several medical device companies, their case-to-cash, they want to take that timeline down to about zero if they possibly can. (laughs) Obviously, they can't do it to zero days, but they will, in fact, incentivize you know, whether it be in the independent world, distributors and or medical device representatives that work directly for those companies, they'll incentivize them to get POs faster in order to, you know, obviously have that timeline reduced. So it's obvious that your software and your device could, boy, that could be a game changer. Well, supply chain automation is the future for this industry. It's been proven in every other industry in the world. So I think that the benefits that it offers to the medical device industry are clear and very impactful. Well, yes. And, you know, as we speak on this podcast, the medical device industry obviously has been able to endure those shortcomings as far as revenue, because obviously we're in a high margin business, but that's going to change. And it is changing. Not that it won't be high margin, but the margins, you know, in every industry will reduce. So there needs to be whether it be technology or and the application of technology to bridge that gap. And you're right, in the retail world, it's done. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, you would have no idea what was in the Walmart and the shelves. You'd be a kind of an okay idea. Now you can go on your phone and literally see that, oh yeah, Walmart has four tires I need that size at this location. It's interesting that you bring up Walmart. So point of view scanning was actually invented and the technology was developed in the 1950s. It wasn't really implemented and didn't take off until the late 70s. And there were two companies that pioneered it. One was Kmart and one was Walmart. The difference between the two companies was that Walmart did more with the information than Kmart did. And that was one of the main reasons for their success was they actually took the information and proved their operations efficiency with it. The orthopedic industry, as far as plates and screws, whether they like to admit it or not, those industries are commoditizing to some degree. Plates and screws are generally plates and screws. 
the way business cycles work and the way industries work is that when products, the, the, the innovation curve flattens for industries, they have to look for other ways to maximize their profit. The orthopedic device industry with the technology curve flattening on a good number of their products is going to have to look to supply chain efficiency to drive profit margins in the future. And scanning at point of use will be one of the primary tools they use to drive those efficiencies. Yep. I couldn't agree more. It's happening and we kind of all kind of, you know, kind of look over our shoulder and go, well, it's not going to happen. It's happening. And you were right. They're all trying to find ways to, and we, this could be a whole other podcast, but you know, that's why you're seeing <laughs> the, that's why you're seeing the acquisition of several companies and economies of scale. And they're trying to find synergies and reduce costs. And that's why it's happening right now with this large number of acquisitions occurring right now. So, but your technology is exciting, Phil. And I think that, you know, just sitting here and us talking about it and running through my mind, all the different scenarios where you could apply your technology and the cost savings, not only to medical device companies and or hospital surgery center, it's pretty exciting. Well, thanks, Eric. At the end of the day, this is a win-win-win. It's a win for the device companies through better and more efficient asset management and marketing data that they can use to not only drive the top line, but the asset management data they can use to improve their bottom line. It's a win for the hospitals and healthcare providers because the accuracy of point of view scanning will lead to better competition and more efficient pricing for the products. And it's actually also a win for patients for, if you think about it, because of the accuracy of the scanning, we can document everything that goes into the patient, full UDI. So if you think about that, that data can be used to start connecting to outcomes, and it can also be used as a quality metric for recalls because patients will have better information as to what was actually put into their body during surgery. So at the end of the day, it's a win for everyone. It really is. Well, it definitely sounds like that, and it's going to be very exciting to watch your growth and see how you guys do moving forward. And it sounds like you're just in the infancy. So, but if somebody listening to the podcast today wanted to learn more about Summate Technologies, where should they go? All right. We have a website, www.summate.net. It's S-U-M-M-A-T-E.net. We have a full suite of information about the solutions we have there and we're open for business. So we have a couple of small device companies we're starting to work with. And we have a path for also working with the healthcare providers. So we're particularly focused on ambulatory surgery centers right now, but we're open for business. And I would encourage anyone that's interested in learning about our technology to go to the website and reach out to us, Eric. Well, we'll do. And we will make sure to direct people to Summit Technologies because this is going to be exciting as we move forward and watching it grow. So I really appreciate, Phil, you taking time out of your busy schedule today to come on the Ortho Idea podcast. And we look forward to following your success and hopefully we'll get you on the podcast in the near future again. I look forward to it, Eric. Thank you very much for your time and I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, Phil. Take care. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to the Ortho Idea podcast. If you would like to learn more about the technologies discussed, please visit www.orthoidea.com.